Hello and welcome to the Kindness for Free podcast with me, James Harris. I am 23 years old and I've struggled with mental health issues for many years. So I'm here to tell my story, spread awareness and overall just have a laugh. Now let's make the world a better place by spreading one bit of kindness at a time. Welcome to the Kindness for Free podcast, episode six, with myself, James Harris. Uh, This week from the 10th of May is Mental Health Awareness Week. Now, what a great time then to do one podcast all about mental health awareness. So obviously, this entire podcast itself is about mental health awareness, spreading awareness for it, making people know it's okay to talk about mental health, talk about my experiences and much more. But obviously, I usually break it down to, you know, kindness, happiness, uh, social media, gratitude, I really break it down. But this episode is all about mental health and why we should all be aware of it, why the world should be more aware of it and why what actually is mental health as a whole something that many people don't always go into, but I want to really dig deep into what mental health is today, basically. And hopefully this will support a lot of people and open a few minds, maybe let you understand a bit more. Before we go any further, um, I'm doing 100 miles for May. So obviously to support with mental health awareness, the Mind Charity has said anybody can do 100 miles for May. And obviously any money donated, uh, fundraised, sorry, will be donated to that charity. So um, I've been trying to raise £200, which I already have done, which is amazing. Um, So I put it now to £300 and we'll see how we can go. If you can donate anything at all, please go to my Facebook, James Harris, and donate what you can. All that money will be sponsoring me doing 100 miles for May, but also it'll be going straight to the Mind Charity who look after mental health, basically. They've helped me a lot in the past and they're going to help me a lot in the future and they're still helping me now. They support people with mental health and struggles and how they can help them move forward and uh, contacts and uh, domestic violence and stuff like that. So any penny would help. But I'm running, walking, doing all 100 miles, tracking it really on my Instagram page is the main place. So follow me on Instagram called Kindness for Free Podcast uh, if you'd like to see more of that, basically. So you've heard my story um, about um, my story with mental health and why it's made me so passionate to talk about mental health and make it more aware for everybody else and see what I can do for people. But what actually is mental health? (laughs) If everybody asked each other, okay, what is mental health? It'll be different to every single person. So let I want to really break it down and see what we can actually figure out from this. So what is a dictionary definition of mental health? What does a dictionary say? So the Oxford Dictionary says that mental health is this. A person's condition with regards to their psychological and emotional well-being. Now, first, I don't like the word condition. Now, people have different opinions on that, but for me, the word condition makes it sound as if it's like a terrible illness or an illness which is bad or something that you you, know, you can't treat. And it, as you know, it's not a nice way to put mental health, but that's what dictionary says. But let's break it down into what it really is. So later on in the episode, I will be talking about how we can improve a mental health, work on a mental health. So after we go through it all, it'll be like, okay, so 
mental health awareness, how can we improve? How can we help each other? How can we help ourselves? How can we get through those dark times? I'll go through that at the end. So stay tuned for that. So let's break down mental health. So there's a billion components to it, but there's three main bits that everybody always talks about. You all know what they are. Depression, anxiety, and stress. They are the three most spoken about emotions for mental health, but also there's so much that strings from those three emotions, and we'll go into that with more detail. So the reason I want to go through them in more detail is to let everybody know you are not alone. Everybody feels stress. Everybody has a bit of depression in their life. Not as bad as some people, but everyone feels it. And everyone feels some sort of anxiety in their life as well, big and small and different scenarios. Everybody is going through something. So it's okay. You're not alone. You're not the only person going through this. We're all in this together. The only way we can improve is doing this together, basically. So let's break the three emotions down one by one. First one depression now i'm not going to go too much you know all into this because it's a sad thing to talk about but we're not going to aware of it so what actually is depression so the cambridge dictionary definition now you might think james why are you doing so many dictionary definitions i just find it interesting i find it interesting to see what the dictionary actually thinks these are when it, in my opinion what the dictionary says these are have nothing to do with what they actually are that's why i find it interesting so the cambridge dictionary definition is this the state of feeling very unhappy and without hope for the future so that's what they say depression is now i can kind of i can kind of see that and you know it's i can see why that could be a thing now for me when I look at depression, and I've I've suffered with depression myself in my past, um, luckily, I've, it's always really been anxiety for me, but I have had really low points when I've hit depression. I've had it for a short period of time. I can never, I, could, I can't describe the feeling and what it does to your body, and people who have it long-term still have it now. I understand. You know, it's, it's the most undescribable feeling you can have in the entire world, and it's something that you think no one will ever understand and if i'm honest people don't usually understand depression they just think it's somebody being sad and down it's 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 a whole different story to that for me depression and also anxiety as well links to this is not just something in your mind but something you feel in your body also as well you know it's not just in your head it's in your neck it's not just in your uh, mind it's in your stomach it's in your muscles it's everywhere now for me this is exactly how i used to feel now i've wrote a little list here which i'm going to go through so for me this is depression and anxiety it's being scared and tired at the same time it's a fear of failure with no urge to be productive it's wanting friends but hate socializing it's wanting to be alone, but not wanting to be lonely. It's feeling everything at once and feeling nothing at all. It's having stability in your life, but still feeling lost. It's the feeling of wanting to see the light at the end of the tunnel, but the light never appearing. Now, for me, that's kind of a few a few little bits of what depression can really feel like to many, many people and how if you listen to quite a lot of that, you think, so 
how the hell do you get out of that? <laughs> that's what people fear. And that's what is depression. People think I have no clue how to get out of this state. How do I, if I, if I feel tired of the time, I feel like I want to do stuff, but have nowhere to go do it. How do I get out of that? Well, we will talk about that at the end of the podcast, but that's kind of what a small portion of what depression is and what it can do to people and what it can make you feel. Now, for myself, I've always suffered more with anxiety and stress than depression. For me, I think looking from an outside point of view and from an inside point of view, having it myself, depression is the one big thing that people seem to just not understand. Now, don't tell it the wrong way, as I'm not hamming people who've never had it and see maybe it in the wrong way, but depression is massive. So, you know, depression is the biggest cause, or one of the biggest causes in the whole UK for men in suicide. More people commit suicide when for depression than any other thing in the UK. And I think that's very overlooked, and people don't look at it as much. They think that men can never be depressed. You know, depression for men comes a lot from they feel like they're not a man, as in they don't feel like they're being a man or strong enough, being that mighty punch everything, we're really strong, we do if we don't cry. They feel like if they have cry or they don't be a man a bit, that that causes depression. That happens quite a lot, which causes a lot of um, suicide as well. And, you know, I think the main thing I talk about a lot is that my partner, who I'm with, my girlfriend, when we first got together, my mental health was very bad. And the three and a half, four years we've been together, how that is, three and a half years maybe? Yeah, three and a half years. <laughs> we've been together. My mental health has gone up and down. It's been in really bad places. And, it, you know, I'm, every day I'm struggling with something. She's now at the place where she fully gets it. She fully understands what my mental health is and how it can affect me and what it does to me. And she's really supportive and she knows what she can do to support me as well. But at the start, she didn't because she's never had, she's never experienced it. She's never seen really in her life. So she didn't really know what to do about it. It's not her fault, but you know, she didn't really know what to do. And I think it was a massive journey, the two of us to get to where we are now. And I think it's the same in families. There's a lot of families who might have kids or sisters or siblings who have depression and they just don't get it. They think, why are they so sad? Oh, come on, just cheer up or it'll be better. You'll be fine. You know, we'll, we'll get through this. We'll get through this together. It's so much more than that. Depression takes over your body completely. You know, there's something that you can't describe. It's, I'm, I, I even struggle to describe it half the time. And <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. So I had a bit of dust in my mouth. I was like, I'm just going to let it go. I'm sorry. Moving past the sneeze. Um, yes, depression is very hard to understand. And... I think, you know, people who say, if you talk to people who have had depression badly, they will understand this. For example, I used to see things, as in I used to see what you would call, I don't know, demons. Like, there was never a physical, I could never see a physical thing, but I could just see things that were as if I'd be in a public place where I felt really uncomfortable, and there was there would just be this thing poking me, as if to be like, you're having a bad time, you're going to die, you're going to die today, it's a terrible poke, 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 and that's what depression is, it, it, you know, a part of it is you see things that just take over your body, you get taken over by depression completely, and, you know, there is medication, there's, uh, you know, depression medication, which 
I'm not going to hit hurt on because it works wonders for some people, which is amazing. But obviously, I, I think that medication is great short term, but it's never great long term. But, you know, I feel like as a mental health awareness, everyone should look more into depression. What it is, can we understand it, how it affects people? Is it affecting people around us? What are the warning signs? You know, the big warning signs for me are uh, fatigue is one we recite for depressed fatigue. Um, you know, more anger, less urge to do stuff, less just feeling, you know, emotion of happiness. And then that sets off a dark, dark road. So let's move on to anxiety. So anxiety comes from fear, fear of anything. So for me, you know, the biggest mental health issue I've always struggled with is anxiety. I struggle with it now and um, in the past and all the time. And the thing is, for me, I have a fear of a lot of things, obviously, but my main fear is open spaces. So I, when I go to pubs, supermarkets, restaurants, concerts, where there's a lot of people, I get very fearful. And I, I fear where's the exit? Where can I run to? Where's the best place I can run to? And it's all driven from fear. When your body is put into a fearful situation where your mind can see it's fearful or it's an uncomfortable, dangerous situation, but it doesn't have to be dangerous, but your mind thinks it's dangerous. Your mind makes your body feel that. So you might feel it in your stomach. I always feel it in my stomach. It's always me, my stomach. You might feel it in your back, your neck, your head, your arms, your muscles. You might feel it anywhere. This is your body's way of making sure this doesn't happen again or making sure that you're, you don't feel this way again. Now, that's good and bad because if you're doing this at the pub, you want to keep going to the pub, but every time you go to the pub now, your body's going to think you're in this fight or flight and you're going to have to... It sends these emotions again, sends these physical things again, and it's over and over and over and over again. A situation when it's actually life and death is a good thing because it stops you happening again. But in somewhere where you don't need to think, fear, be fearful or... Uh, be anxious it's not good and that's where anxiety comes from then it builds because anxiety is a habit and now the more you think about it and the more you keeps happening and happening and happening a habit becomes and that's it then and you can't get it out of your mind and you then got to turn it around the best way you can now we'll talk about that as we go forward anyway so what actually is anxiety Again, let's go to the dictionary definition, my best friend. So the dictionary, Cambridge dictionary definition for anxiety is this. An uncomfortable feeling of nervousness or worry about something that is happening or might happen in the future. Now, this one makes more sense to me, especially the bit about worry about something that is happening or might happen in the future. Now, obviously I talk about fear, but... Anxiety made me plan my life ahead to the point, but also plan my life ahead, everything to the worst possible outcome. So, you know, I'd plan, okay, so if I'm going to get this now, that's going to do this, 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 that in 10 years' time will make that. What? Why am I thinking 10 years down the line? You think about here and now. Somebody might say to me, okay, can you go just talk to this person? In my head, I go, right, I walk up to them. I'll tell them this, this is going to happen, they're going to do this, and I'm, at the end of it, I die. <laughs> that's basically what mine used to do, and that's what anxiety does. It makes you think about the worst outcome and send you there, basically. And then that, and you can't go anywhere without thinking about the worst outcome, which is why a lot of people then 
have this issue where, like I did for a while, where you can't leave the house. You know, you can't leave your room or the house because you're anxious. You might have these fears and emotions going forward, and it all comes from fear. Anxious is a big one, how we can work on that, and I'll go through that later on in the podcast. Now, for me as well, anxiety makes you question yourself. You you know, you you question who you are and what you can be doing in life. Are you doing things right? Are you going to do things right in the future? Like, should you be improving? Should you be with other people? Should you listen to all this hate stuff that you're getting? It just questions everything. And then your mind goes 100 miles an hour and all these side effects come with it, you know, that we'll go through in a minute. All these side effects come with it, which is not good. And the people around you get affected. I found that a lot as well. You know, people around me really get affected, especially my girlfriend got really affected how I was. Now, that's not a good thing, but it's also a big part of mental health awareness. If people are getting affected by your anxiety or you've been being anxious, that's okay. They're there to support you as long as they're aware of what mental health is and how they can support you. That's where the big downfall is at the moment in the UK and around the world. People don't fully understand what mental health is, anxiety is. So when it happens, they, they, they can't see it happening, don't understand it, and it makes it worse for that person. Now, that's why we're going to be very aware and talk about mental health as much as we can. You know, because sometimes it affects your work, uh, it affects your home life, it affects your relationships, it affects everything. And then you get more anxious and stressed that it's affecting those parts of your life, which makes you more anxious and more fearful. And it's just like a ginormous circle. So we'll go into later in the podcast how we can deal with that. Now, the third one is stress. Stress is the most common out of the three. Now, stress when people say, oh, stress, they think work, you know, it's all coming from work and st- no, stress is everything. The smallest of the biggest things can cause stress for yourself. Now, obviously, again, what is the dictionary definition of stress? The dictionary definition of stress is great worry caused by a difficult situation or something that causes this condition. Now, again, they use the word condition, which I don't like, because stress is not a condition in my mind. Now, stress can be from absolutely anything. Sometimes you're having a great day, and then, I don't know, you've got a dog, and your dog starts messing around, and you're like, and that, you go, boom, you're stressed out. That, you know, that is what stress can come from anything. Long-term mental, physical stress comes from long-term battles on your head on your on your mind and your body which is why most of it does yes come from work or relationships or family or loss or trauma you know constant stress every single day builds and builds and builds and builds and builds it has a lot of uh, negative side effects you know we've got low energy headaches uh, upset stomach or vomiting, aches, chest pain, insomnia, and the most common one for me, the increased frequency of infections. I was sick all the time, man, when I was stressed out and anxious. I had colds, stomach bugs, impetigo, tonsillitis all the time because it was just so stressed out. My body was knackered. Stress absolutely knackers the body the body cannot deal with it that much and it cannot control it so it has something has to shut down your mind is so working so hard to control your body is the rest of your body has to kind of like be let go while your mind is always energy you've got to work on this stress now we don't always know we're under stress 
and stress can come from anything can happen at any point and sometimes you could have been under stress for the last I know 12 months and doesn't hit you until one day and then you're like man I am stressed I am stressed out or somebody says you listen you are stressed out and then it hits you and you can work on it now again it affects a lot of people around us and that's where it's key that people are aware of mental health and stress and that stress is not just something when you're a bit angry and you're tired from work stress can be massive from trauma from everything and it can really really affect people in the long run so you've got to be you know really cautious and think about it mental health is more than just these three many people are not aware of what our mind can actually do to our body so here are a few examples that i know a lot of people including myself will relate to this many people struggle to leave their room or house many people struggle to see the positive in anything many people doubt everything they do and say many people find the courage to reach out for support and then actually get nothing at the end of it many people struggle to feel the emotion of love or happiness anymore Many people see the entire world as a battleground and every moment is life or death. Many people struggle to go anywhere where there is not escape or anything like that. And nearly everyone struggles to talk about their mental health to anyone. Now, talking about your mental health is the biggest thing you can do. It's the hardest, but the best and biggest and advice I can give you. Talk about your mental health. We've got to promote talking about your mental health. I'm so passionate about that. And that's a big key of what Mental Health Awareness Week is. People are suffering. People are dying. People are just silently getting killed by this all. And we've got to talk about it and normalise it and support each other. Talk to your friend. Talk to your family. If you're in that situation, then just I know it's fearful, I know it's hard, I know it's scary, talk to someone. That could be on text, email, phone, talk to me. You can contact me, I'll happily talk to you about it. If you want to do a phone call, just text me. I am happy for that. Talk about it. Now, so we can no longer live in this mental health stigma that we are in. Let's be clear, (laughs) I'm not a professional, but I am someone with experience and knowledge from others. So... Let's go into uh, the how-to part, really, of this episode of how can we improve our mental health and what we can do to help and support ourselves going forward and others. So, first, acceptance. I've talked about acceptance before, but it's massive. Accept what is going on and that the struggle is necessary. This struggle we are in is a necessary struggle. Now, if you told me this a year ago when I was really suffering, I would have told you to absolutely do one. But the struggle is necessary. We have to. This is happening. You're in it now. Let's go through it. It's going to build, trust me, massive, massive walls, barriers, fours to more to make you a so much better person in the long run. Trust me. But we've got to accept it's happening and we've got to accept that we are on this road together. Gratitude. Be grateful as much as you can. Be grateful for what you have compared to what you don't have. Mike Tyson said this, which I think is amazing. I absolutely love it. I've 
read this for years and years now. Mike Tyson said this, life is beautiful. We have to accept the good and bad is beautiful. When we lose someone, oh, it sucks. Life is beautiful because it gave us the ability to just know them on our journey in life. That's the purpose of life is to enjoy what we have while we journey through it. That's massive for me. Teamwork. Now, this is not just other people and team days. This is teamwork with yourself. You and your body have got to work with your mind. Otherwise, nothing's going to happen. Be on the journey with your mind. Support it. Get to where you want to be together. Kindness. <laughs> That's me, but kindness. Kind to you and kind to yourself. I highly recommend listening to episode two of this podcast. Kindness really talks about how you can be more kind to yourself and why it's so important to do that. Finding what, what works for you. So, you know, reading books, going to the gym, exercising, walks, family, boxing, whatever that may be. Find something that is your outlet that you can really go and do something that's in the house, like piece some painting, pick up a new job. I don't know. Find what works for you. Trust me, if you haven't found it, it's out there. You will find it. Perspective. Changing your perspective on life, changing your perspective on mental health. See it as a positive thing. Mental health is a positive thing and it can be a positive thing going forward. Let's just work on it together and get there together. Stepping out your comfort zone. Now, you need to go headfirst into those demons. You need to go headfirst into that fear, headfirst into those anxious places. I used to see my thoughts as a bad thing and I can't go near them. But you've got to tell your body it's okay and go head first. Now, all the stuff I'm saying to you, you're probably thinking, James, you just told all of us a second ago that depression, anxiety means we can't do all this stuff. You're also probably thinking, James, none of this is bloody possible. You're wrong. Okay. You're completely wrong. It's all completely possible. And I'm not going to sit here and say it's not possible and that we need to be sympathised. We do need to sympathise, but it's possible. You can do this. You can get there. And we're going to do this together as a whole family in this world. You can improve. You can get to light the tunnel. I will help along the way. We all will. You can do it. But the only person who's going to get you there is you. Okay, you're the only person who's going to get you there, strive, be who you need to be, get there, hit the fear, go for it. I know it's going to be hard. Take that first step and you'll never look back. The next thing really is that, you know, to sum it all up completely, mental health is a silent killer in my mind. You know, it kills so many people. So which is why Mental Health Awareness Week is such a big thing and we need to all really do what we can and support people where we can and really think about it. Um, you know, mental health has been the worst really it's ever been last year through COVID. I know people have really been affected by it and I'm going to do an episode all about that. But again, this is the biggest time ever that we've got to really support each other and be there for each other. Now, I hope this podcast has made sense. I could have made, I could have made this about 10 hours long, but I wanted to get straight to the point, details, get in there. I really hope this has helped. If it's helped one person, I'm happy. You know, um, I hope this has helped you. Let me know if it has helped you on Instagram and Facebook and TikTok and YouTube. 
let me know if it has helped you the best possible way. Spread this podcast if you can, please, to friends and family who you think might you know benefit from it or I can support in any way. Uh, you know, follow my Instagram, which is kindness for free podcast, and my TikTok, which is kindness for free podcast. Subscribe to my YouTube channel. Uh, if you can, my YouTube channel is called Kindness for Free, and I'll be posting videos of the what the podcast is. You know, when I record myself doing the podcast, extra videos, different bits, tips and tricks, all that good jazz as well. Uh, every YouTube video will go live every Monday, day after the podcast. So have an amazing week, everybody. Enjoy Mental Health Awareness Week where you can. Do your little bit. Enjoy Mental Health Awareness Week, and I will see you all next week. Remember, everyone, kindness is free.